1: A college football experience Florida State Seminoles 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to hundred dollars That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing for free
0: today
1: and let it ride. This
0: is Brian Bosworth, aka the boss. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Bars out.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Seminal season preview. My name is Kobe Swinging base. Dad, A.K.A. Pick done D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, that no one touches. Hahaha! <laughs> we are talking seminal football. We're the, uh, just a rich program over history. I am joined by my co-host, give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, oh, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. hi And boom! We are talking Florida State Seminoles football for 2022. So we get our kicks doing the Seminole rap. Oh, the Odyssey, a we the snap.
0: State. We know we're good, some say we're great. Oh. Our goal is simple best in the land. Rock into the beat of the modest Chiefs band on Saturday night. We'll start our stuff. to show the nation that knows our tough. When other players, they be ill, cause they all know we just be chilling. Can't oh. help but hit the robot. When you hit that
1: part, man, oh. the modest cheese band is doing it. <laughs> Shout out to the Florida State Seminoles. Patty C. We are talking. First off, subscribe on YouTube. We are here rocking, doing a solo podcast for every single team in the land. We talk college football year round. Subscribe to the college football experience wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe on YouTube as we continue. To grind it out in the offseason, two days, yes, uh, Patty C. Uh, the Florida State Seminoles, what is going on at Florida State, Patty C. Is this the year? Uh, I want to ask you, is this year? Because let's let's step back for a
0: second. It's funny you say that because is this the year? Ten years ago, meant is this the year they're winning the national championship? This year, what is is this the year mean? Well. Florida State since 2017, if you
1: look at that graphic right there that's why check out the youtube channels uh for the college football experience they are 26 and 33 since
0: 2017 Patty C yeah that is uh that's that's not good for business <laughs> uh, haven't won more than uh what six games in a season and
1: yeah and know. there's been not only is it bad that they're 26 and 33 in, in in the past, what four, four, five seasons of college football. They also have had fans reading novels in the middle of games Uh, when they're down uh, 30 or like 50 points. I don't know what the fuck it was. They also have lost. They've been getting like pushed to the brink by some FCS teams. They lost last year uh, to Jacksonville state. Now Jacksonville state normally keeps a decent program. They weren't very good last year. All right.
0: Yeah. What were they? Five and six, you said?
1: Yeah, Jacksonville State was not a not a great team a season ago. Either five and six or six and five. I'm pulling it up right now. Five and six. They're a team with a losing record in the FCS.
0: Wow. They lost to UAB the week before thirty-one nothing. Then they go to Tallahassee <laughs> and pull the W. Pull the dub. And that and look, I get it. That play, the final play was like a a crazy uh a crazy scenario, but they were still like, sure. that was a game that was neck and neck. Well, they beat North Alabama the following week by the same amount of p- uh, points that they beat Florida state by that's <laughs> tough.
1: But even the year before and to go back to 2020 now, Florida state did have a great second half and come back. But they were losing at the half to Jacksonville state. Yeah, and I mean, I'm telling you there's something about like uh, go back to 2019, ULM who's just been a terrible program yeah. in the Sunbelt. Florida State 1 by 1 on a missed extra point in overtime to ULM. <laughs> I mean you got to I mean look even a That's how bad it's been lately is the FCS these, yeah. teams have been giving them games. You go you go back and look at 2018. They beat Samford by 10. Samford. They lost by 23 to Syracuse. You know what I mean? Like this this is not normal Florida State stuff going on here. Well,
0: on the flip side of that, they beat uh let me get back to that they beat North Carolina they beat uh Miami they were leading late against Clemson on the road. they took Notre Dame to overtime who was number five at the end of the regular season. this team it just seems like is the least disciplined team in all of football potentially I know that was what plagued them under Taggart. Um, it sounds like that hasn't really changed and
1: I, I would argue also they just don't have players when you watch them, it's not like, Watching Florida State ten years ago, ten years ago, you watch and say, "Ooh, they have guys that jump off screen." So far, I mean, give or take a player or two. I know, obviously, they had they only had one player drafted, and that was uh, Johnson, the D end. He jumped off screen, but at the same time, he was a grad transfer from Georgia. Yeah. So like, he played one year at Florida State. Okay.
0: Um. There's no guys that we're seeing that really jump off screen. Yeah. Even 2018. They were getting six players drafted. But the last uh, four cycles, no more than four, you know, that's that's really low for Florida State. And during that time, uh only uh only I guess two first rounders. So I mean, there's a couple dudes that have been playing good football. And, and Mike
1: Norvell has a worse record than than uh, Willie Taggart in two years, but he's retained, he's brought back eight and thirteen and is he the right guy for the job, Paddy C is uh, let me ask you this next year at this time when we're recording our preview series that we do every year on the
0: college football experience. Will he be the head coach of Florida state? Well, let me, uh, let me tip our hat a little bit here to our fans. We did a little pre episode. uh, Look at the schedule and that's a tough schedule. They got this year. It is, it is. and And so they better get their wins. And, and those 50, 50 games, they better get them or else Norvell probably won't be there next year.
1: Yeah. I think it, it, it's an interesting play on the over or under here because you have a situation where the team, you see this all the time, whether it was Gary Patterson at TCU or at LSU. Uh, I mean, I go on and on and on about coaches that kind of have been either fired or the, they, they're still coaching, but they've been let go after the year where the team kind of quits on them. Yeah. And you could have a scenario like you said this. Mullen. Mullen at Florida. That is a good one right there. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Um, You could have a scenario like this happening in Tallahassee potentially. So that's something to keep in mind when taking the over or under, Um, but let's uh, let's hop into it, man, because I mean, I still can't believe I, I, I honestly didn't think I would ever see Florida state in this state, the state of the program. I mean, like, so Norvell's eight and 13 at two uh, in two years at Florida state, his offensive coordinator, Alex Atkins. They got to get better at everything, but specifically throwing the ball. Seventy fourth in scoring offense a season ago. Seventy fourth. That's on the second. Ha- Patty C. That's on the back end. That's like you're you're on the the the. Uh, there's 130 teams. Yeah, you know what I mean. For like, a
0: program that used to be so explosive for so long on offense, that's incredible.
1: Fifty second in rush offense. Ninety fourth in pass offense. Eightieth mm, 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 mm. in total offense. And Norvell's an offensive coach. I mean, when Eastern Michigan is lighting it up more than in Florida state, the worlds are colliding. Jerry <laughs> um, eight starters are back on offense. There is re- room to be, you know, optimistic. I would say Jordan Travis, if he could take the next step, my question is, is are this is a guy that, uh, you know, I know Mackenzie Milton was there. They kind of split time, but then Travis pulled away.
0: Are you buying into Jordan Travis patty C? Well. And big jump in completion percentage from last year or two years ago to last year, fifty-five to
1: sixty-three. The ACC has some fantastic quarterbacks. This might be the best year ever for ACC quarterbacks. When you look at uh, who could Jordan Travis start for at other
0: ACC mm. schools right now, that's a good question. Let's go. Let's go. Atlantic, Wake Forest. No, Sam Hartman is really fucking good. Yeah. Clemson, yeah.
1: probably not. Even though I'm not sold on DJU or they they have that five star, they have Club Nick coming in, I don't think he would start for Clemson.
0: Probably not. Yeah. Maybe a toss up though. If be, I could g- see him having the chance to outplay them cuz they just haven't played that well recently. Uh DJU hasn't. Um the guy at Boston College uh Phil Jerkovic. No. no He's a projected potential first rounder. Syracuse. Yes, that's your one. Cuz okay. they have Schrader, the Mississippi
1: State transfer. Okay. Garrett
0: Schrader. Um and then NC States State, Devin State, Leary that's a no he's really good yeah and then who else is down in that Atlantic um Wait, no 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 the Atlantic that's everybody right is that no Louisville Malik Cunningham he's not better than Malik Cunningham okay so one within his own division that he would start at and then you look at the other schools North Carolina no who they go? I mean they, they have a, a, a race going on but I
1: would take North Carolina's quarterback option. Okay. Over 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 Travis, probably.
0: Okay. Right. So then uh Brandon Armstrong at UVA, that's no. No. Uh who's it? Ryan Van
1: Dyke at Miami. No.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Grant Wells, the Marshall transfer at Virginia Tech. That's a potential one. Okay. But I think I actually liked Wells when I saw him play at at Marshall. Yeah. He put
0: up decent numbers. Yeah.
1: So uh then you have what Georgia Tech Jeff Sims. Would you take Jeff Sims or 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 Travis? That's tough. Similar, right? I mean,
0: uh, I think Travis is more polished. I mean,
1: production, yeah. But Sims is a better runner.
0: Yeah, he definitely so, is. But 15 touchdowns, six interceptions for Travis last year. That's an acceptable touchdown-interception ratio. I feel like three to one almost. Yeah. Um, and then who else you got? Uh, Duke's guy. I mean, he's
1: better than than. I mean, Duke's got a, a, a competition going on. Yeah. So okay, he's better than Duke's guy. Pitt has Keaton Slovis. Slovis is better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All all of that though isn't necessarily a slight on Jordan Travis, because I think he might be a decent quarterback. It just means that. Yeah, he's
1: getting better. I mean, that's another thing is he was young.
0: Yeah. Um. Within the ACC though, that is a conference that has had great quarterback play, has had a lot of players drafted, almost as many as the SEC, or at least it was before. I'm
1: just saying, game in game out, you're not going to have the better quarterback in most scenarios.
0: Yeah, that's, true. that's um, true. Florida State typically in, in years like that could rely on the rest of their team. Not so sure that's the case anymore. Maybe
1: either. he makes a big jump though. He gets four or five starters back on the offensive line. He gets Cameron McDonald back at tight end. Two of three receivers from a year ago are back, led by Malik McLean. They are breaking in a new running back. It appears it's going to be, from what I see, maybe Trey Benson from the Oregon transfer, who was
0: good for all of uh, 22 yards on six rushes last year. So pretty unproven at the running back position, right? now. They
1: have no first team or second team offensive players, you know, in in some of these publications where they, they list the ACC's best. Mm -hmm. I do see offensive lineman, Dylan Gibbons on some as third team. I see Trishon ward, uh, the running back. That's another guy who might end up with the start. I don't know. Uh, And Robert Scott as well on the offensive line on the, on the, on a fourth team projection.
0: That's um, def- not very good. For that's Florida what I'm saying. State. For say that's, that's crazy. I mean, um, when you're talking about returning talent to be projected on the all uh, conference team, first and second team is where like the actual talented players are. It, if you have to go down to the third team, all con- all precincts in conference
1: and offense, you got to wonder that with oh, another thing is the loss of Travis Hunter. Uh, demoralized. What, what does that do for the program? Like, but I don't know. Defensively, Adam Fuller's the DC. And, and once again, he's got his work cut out for him. 68th in scoring defense, 55th in rush defense, 74th in pass defense, 66th in total defense. They get two of four back on the defensive line led by uh, nose tackle, Robert Cooper. Only one linebacker back in Kalen DeRo- uh, DeLoach. Three of five back in the secondary, and they do have a star safety, Jamie Robinson. So maybe, maybe the secondary, but they were the sixty they were seventy-fourth best pass defense in the in the nation. They <laughs> How gotta many get of those way guys better. You want back? Yeah. Yeah. Um I get it, Fabian uh, love it. Pretty good defensive end. Or, you know, uh cornerback Omari and Cooper. These guys need to step up and play big. The defense has to improve, man. It has to improve. Now, uh they do have a very good punter. And Alex Mastromano. Um, so maybe maybe that could be a, a deal breaker.
0: <laughs> we're gonna talk recruiting. Well, they were a they... Ben but don't break defense last year. Great in the red zone. So if uh, Florida State is the last team you'd ever expect to play conservative, Ben but don't break a football and then punt the ball really well. They're Ohio State of the 70s, who'd have thunk <laughs> it? Uh we're gonna
1: talk transfer portal. You know, Mike Norvell's teams have have really stacked up in the transfer portal in years past look at their draft pick a season ago. They got him from Georgia um, and Jermaine Johnson, but we're talk trans reporter. We're going to talk uh, recruiting rankings and, and the schedule and loss and uh, you know, expectations in Las Vegas for what, what the Seminoles will do. Shout out to the sweet graphic subscribe on YouTube people, the college football experience. Uh, But first let's just, let's get us paid the college football experience, Florida state Seminoles, 2022 season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks. Brought to you by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet. Get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or vi- visit uh, winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over-under game. Just head to slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app is live in the app store and Google play store, and it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Grab that thing today for free and let it ride. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN Studios, we use IPVanish VPN. It makes it truly easy to stay private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, your passwords, your communications, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. So go to IPvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IP slash S G P Patty. C, we are talking seminal football with pick Dundee here. And, and what do you, I mean, let's talk transfer portal because he, he did bring in some talent. He brought in Charlotte, the 49ers' their best offensive lineman, Dmitri Emmanuel, which I think was a big get for him. He also brought in uh South Carolina's offensive tackle uh Justin Turantine, uh running back Trey Benson, which we alluded to earlier from Oregon, wide receiver Winston Wright from West Virginia, linebacker Tatum Bethune from UCF, wide receiver Deuce spawn from uh from Illinois, which I remember him being pretty decent. Uh cornerback, greedy Vance from Louisville. That was a big get for them. Anytime you can get a cornerback named greedy, you're doing well wide receiver, Johnny Wilson from Arizona state. That was a really good get as well. So, I mean, the receiving core should be pretty good this year, the secondary, you add Vance. Hey, maybe I'm buying into the seminal team. However, they lost a lot too though. And what's hilarious is they, so they, they get greedy Vance from Louisville. Meanwhile, Louisville goes out and gets Jarvis Brownlee jr. The corner from Florida state. So mm. it's like they had a trade going on here. <laughs> um, uh, they also got some guys in the portal that haven't figured out where they're going. I'm just going to rattle off what they lost. Linebacker, uh, Javion McCluster, defensive lineman, true. Thompson went to Jackson state, Jackson state just being a thorn in the side of the Seminoles <laughs> tight end, Carter Boatwright to Florida Atlantic running back Kalan LaBorn to Marshall, defensive end, Marcus Cusney or Cushney. To UMass, kicker Parker Crothus to West Virginia, cornerback Tylas Hancock in the portal, cornerback Caleb Blake in the portal, linebacker Jordan Eubanks to UNLV, uh, uh, cornerback Jarvis Brownlee to Louisville, as I alluded to, running back Corey Wren to TCU, cornerback Hunter Washington to Mississippi State, wide receiver Jordan Young to FAU, tight end Kobe Gross in the portal, safety uh, Jadarius Green McKnight in the portal, defensive end uh, Quashon Fuller, a four star in the portal, former four-star linebacker, Cortez Alexander in the portal. What did they win the portal with that many players leaving? But I'm like, maybe they're just all bench players. I mean, some of those guys I didn't know I wasn't familiar with, but some I was,
0: I mean, they haven't had many like super, I mean, mean, I'm looking right now. I don't see like any five stars in their recent history. Um, I was under the impression Kalen Laybourne was a five-star. I remember him being one of the top running backs in the country, losing him, you would think would really reduce, you know, their talent level or their projected talent level. so that does sound like they're losing a lot, but like you said, I guess, what were they ranked? Like 11th in the uh, national transfer portal rankings this year, Oh, what they're bringing in. That doesn't, bring, it doesn't yeah. take for what they're, they're losing. So who's I'm, to say, you're right. Whether they actually won or lost. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of players though. I can tell you
1: that. I mean, they lost more players than they gained. Now. I mean, that probably happens at a lot of top schools,
0: but 13, yeah. 14, 15, 16, 17 players lost versus uh, eight players gained They lost twice as many players as they yeah, brought I mean, in. It's tough. That's hard to call that a win, but I, when I know some of
1: these guys will be impact players that they brought in, you know? So I don't know. I mean, it, it makes it tough. It makes it tough to I'm going to call it a wash. Yeah. On, on whether they won the portal or not.
0: How about recruiting in
1: general with Mike Norvell and the Seminoles uh,
0: recruiting in general? There's been a very evident slip here. Um, 2018 is uh, the last year that I pulled up um, where they were 11 there, which even then was a slip because as you know, Florida state back in the day, was top five every year, if not number one, but then, so 11, 19, 21, 20 and 19 within the conference three, two, four, four, four on a national scale uh, for a four-year composite they were just 5 years ago the fifth most talented team in the country then 6 then 16 then 20 the composite is really where you see the slide so they're all the way down at number 20 now Dude, they
1: don't even jump up like uh, this is my point and I'm not trying to shit on Florida State fans I just when I watch the games I don't see the difference makers that they always used to have yeah it to me you know I watch Louisville and I see some difference makers yeah
0: when I watch Florida state, I go, eh, I mean, they had so many like outstanding skill position players before that. It's like, sure. There's like a Jalen. uh, What's the name in the pros for the Rams? Um, Ramsey Ramsey. Yeah. You know, they, they've had him relatively recently, four or five years ago, whatever. Um, Three coaches ago though. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. Usually it'd be every year. There'd be like five of those dudes you know?
1: or a wideout or something or a running back that I just jumps off screen to me. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean is like, even like take app state. We watch a game. You're like, damn Nate, Nate Noel. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. I don't,
0: I haven't really seen that, especially on the offensive side of the ball for Florida state in a while. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree. Even cam Akers, even though he's having, having a decent NFL run right now, yeah. it's not overly impressive while on the field of Florida state wasn't a guy. You said, Holy shit, Florida state's got guys. And I
1: think that, that kind of trickles down. I mean, I don't know. Let's get to it real quick. That
0: four year composite within the conference five and four years ago, they're still not still the most talented team, right? Even though they hadn't been producing, but in the past two cycles after that slipped to number two and now the fourth, most talented team in the conference. So Clemson and North Carolina, who's the third Miami, right? Let me see who's yeah. uh, ahead of them. I would oh.
1: assume North Carolina and Clemson and then Miami probably I think you're yeah. right. Yeah.
0: Uh, another one more recruiting note. You mentioned losing Travis Hunter to Florida state and Deion Sanders Cormani McClain. I want to say he's the number three cornerback. The following year uh, was a Florida state lean. And now it looks like he's a hundred percent, you know, projected towards Florida. Mm. Ouch. Mm. You know, they just can't bring them in right now.
1: Mm. That is tough. Uh, Let's, let's hop into this. If you see this graphic here, shout out to the graphics department over at SGPN doing it for us. Uh, We got the, the wind total here. I don't have to reveal it anymore. Patty C Um, that this, uh, this graphic is saying that Las Vegas projects. Yeah. Projects here on the college football experience that Florida state will win somewhere between six and seven games this year. Mm. And it's not only Las Vegas. I've talked to some other, uh, you know, uh, people that cover the sport and uh, some people say, I think actually everyone I've talked to for the most part of saying, yeah, I, I think they're going to win anywhere from six to eight games this year. I, I don't, to me, like when I, when I take a team that I just want proof that I like, show me,
0: like, I don't know that last year gave me flashes of that. Well, you know what? I'll say this for a long time. I'm like, I'm doing the TMZ patent. I've been doing it for a long time. You just figure this team's going to come back, but Miami never did come back, you know? And it's been what? 20 years since Nebraska
1: still hasn't came back. That's
0: right. Is this Uh, what's happening
1: to Florida? State? Colorado still hasn't came back. Well, who else is in this? uh, You
0: would assume it would never happen to Florida state. You would assume, okay. Bobby Bowden started to slip. Jimbo Fisher brought it back, but they've been slipping more than they brought it back. I mean, they had a few good years under Fisher, but if you go back to the late two thousands, you know, it's been a rough patch for Florida state is, is Mike Norvell better than Willie Taggart. I have no idea. I will say his four years at Memphis were impressive Granted, but he
1: didn't build it up. He didn't build it. That was,
0: that was a Fuente. I think he was with Fuente while they built it and he maintained it at a pretty darn high level you know, right up until going 12 and one before bouncing out the door. Um, so I think, you know, you have to, the fact that he's improved in his two years, you have to give him the chance to prove it. If they have a terrible year, then I think you got to pull so, the like, plug on in the
1: state of Florida. You got Mario Cristobal now at Miami. Yeah. You got Billy Napier at Louis uh, Louisiana, which I think yeah. is similar to the Norvell hire. Yeah. Um, and you got Gus Malzahn at UCF. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Mike McIntyre at FIU, the airport there, and then uh, <laughs> Willie Taggart, Taggart at FAU. If you had to rank the coaches, who's at USF of the right now? Oh, and uh, Jeff Scott. How did I forget Jeff Scott? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I
0: know how you forget
1: <laughs> Jeff Scott. <laughs> it might be a big year for the Bulls. Who knows? Uh Patty C. Who's the like? Who's the best coach? Is it? It's Gus Malzon, right? At yeah. UCF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UCF Clearly, has the best coach in Florida, we think. Yeah. After um,
0: that, that's where the competition. I think you can starts. make a case.
1: McIntyre's number two.
0: You could, but the fact that that program is nowhere near the other yeah. ones, yeah, doesn't. It's not like he's going to be stealing any recruits from them. But the the battle moving forward between the Florida schools. I think Cristobal's, you know, especially with that, what nine or eleven million dollars they just dropped on a player yeah. in the NIL.
1: Although Florida State got an offensive lineman today, a four star, so maybe, maybe, maybe they coming up with that maybe Maybe uh, they can surpass the Gators here. Let's hop into it. Vegas says six and a half wins. Patty C. On first glance, without looking at the schedule, our first uh reaction to the my and first
0: and reaction was they'll hit the over. But as I mentioned before, we kind of talked about it pre episode not so sure about that. Let's
1: hop into it because week zero, look, they, they didn't want to put the Duke blue. Devils on the schedule. So they, instead they said, we got to go get the Duquesne Dukes. <laughs> uh, watch out though. I mean, look, Florida state lost to an FCS last year. That's right. I mean, Patty C. Duquesne was seven and three last year they did knock off the Ohio Bobcats at Peden stadium in Athens, Ohio. <laughs> All right. I thought they went to the FCS playoffs, but they didn't. I think they went to the championship game and lost So a sacred heart. Ended up going to the national championship or mm. the, I'm sorry, the, uh, the college football playoffs, I believe um, uh, they're going to, they're going to wax Duquesne, right? They get a month of prep.
0: <laughs> they're going to wax. Duquesne. You would hope so. But as you mentioned before, the last four or five years against FCS uh, competition has been really tough for Florida State. They're
1: going to wax them, right? They am to call
0: him. it a close game. <laughs> That's they- what Florida State does. <laughs> All right, so
1: 1 0. Yeah. All you need now is six more wins. They go. This game sucks, by the way. This game <laughs> fucking sucks. Why don't they play these games on campus? Yeah. I don't want to watch it as, nearly as much at the Superdome as I've been down to Baton Rouge for an LSU game. It's awesome. Yeah play this. And next year it's in Orlando at like the world camping bowl or whatever the hell that is. Right. Especially
0: play that this in Tallahassee and in Baton Rouge. I mean, while Baton Rouge is 100% cooler than uh, the Superdome uh, dope. Campbell is a thousand percent cooler than camping world stadium. Superdome's the worst of the three to me. You think I, I don't want, I don't want to watch a game in the dome. That's yeah. true.
1: At least it's a big time yeah. environment. I don't like it. LSU is going to beat Florida
0: State though. They're ahead of schedule. They're better coached. I'm not as sure about that as you are, but um I'll lean LSU too.
1: Who did LSU lose to last year that that like made you say like they're on a different level than Florida State still.
0: Still. They got when we were at them getting slapped by UCLA. But UCLA was good last year. Uh you're right. Most of their losses were pre- to pretty decent teams. I mean, Auburn was They almost beat Alabama. They had a pass in the end zone and get dropped. That's true. You know what I mean? Arkansas, who was what? Eight and four. They lost to them in overtime. They're going to fuck them up, dude. (sighs) I think they win by double digits. I mean, they beat, they did beat Texas A&M last year. That's what I'm saying. They only beat ULM by 13. (laughs) That was an ugly, ugly win for them. Um, You're right. LSU is probably the favorite here. I got so I got a one and one. They
1: get a bye week. Nice bye. Before that is a nice bye. They go to Louisville. Now this is one of these 50, 50 games, but I I think Louisville is going to be a, a, a small favorite.
0: Right? Louisville coming off back to back road games. Will nice. they be tired? Who does Louisville play at? At Syracuse, then at UCF. Talk about two tough places to go play. Yeah,
1: I'm taking Louisville to win this one. I think they're ahead of Florida state right now. I think Malik Cunningham is all the difference. I think it, but being in Cardinal
0: stadium at the shack, um, I'm going to take Louisville to get this done, throw this one on the 50, 50 pile. I'll call it a loss with you, but that means the next 50, 50 is going Florida. State. Well, the next
1: 50, 50 is, is what? Eight days later when they host Boston college. That's true.
0: I give them slightly better than 50, 50 odds, but not I don't. really, not I don't. really Boston yeah. college.
1: They say might have the best secondary in the ACC and they also have Jerkovic. They were undefeated with Jerkovic last year at quarterback. That's true. It might be a, it might be a generous. This is, seg- this is, yeah. if you want to circle your season, I think the Louisville and Boston college games are the key to Florida state <laughs> to Mike Norvell's yeah. job. And, and, and really Norvell's job. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: We'll give them one and one. I'll give them
1: one and one, but uh, dude, you can paint a picture where they start off one and
0: six. You can. It's not that hard of a picture to paint.
1: So, so I got them at two and two after the month of September and and August because of the week zero matchup, right? Yeah. Uh they're they're homecoming. They're taking on Florida, oh, I'm sorry, Florida State's taking on Wake Forest.
0: Yeah. I want to see what's happening in this uh rivalry.
1: Wake Forest won 35 to
0: 14 a season ago. Hmm. All time, Florida State leads, uh, thirty to eight at least since they've uh, joined the ACC. But the last few meetings, two straight for Wake Forest, twenty nineteen or twenty yeah twenty nineteen and twenty
1: twenty one. Well, I think a Sam Hartman and Wake's offense is fire right now. Well, here's the thing,
0: I'm taking Wake Forest. I, to I'm kind of confusing uh, Wake Forest for Clemson, but Clemson is way ahead of Florida State, even though Florida State played them close last year. Uh, Wake is able to beat Florida State. Wake isn't able to beat Clemson, so I I think Wake I I have to agree with you.
1: Yeah, I mean Wake rolled them last year. I'm not taking. them. I'm not taking one th- by
0: twenty one last yeah. year. Hmm. All right. All right. We'll go. We'll go. Uh, so Deacons. two and three. Yeah.
1: Then they go to NC State. You have to
0: pencil that in as a loss. Yes, that is a loss.
1: Two and four. Yeah. Home to Clemson. This Clemson's is, got the best defensive line in football, but the, can the question is can Clemson move the ball on offense? And will some Florida State fan be reading a novel in the third quarter?
0: This could be the game that gets them fired, especially if Clemson destroys them. They get a bye week after this. It's an opportune time for yeah. the administration yeah. to pull the plug. Uh, give me Clemson, of course. I got Clemson too. So hasn't what, Clemson won like seven straight in this? I feel like
1: they have. I mean, I know yeah. I think a couple of them have been close, but so we got been a, some nasty blowouts too. Two and
0: five, potentially one and six.
1: Well, this is what I mean: is this is a dangerous play on the over because if he gets fired, does the team quit? And if so, I mean, I think Georgia Tech beat him the last time they played him. Yeah. So that makes that a tricky game. I, obviously, right now, forecasting both lineups, I would say, okay, well, Florida State's better than Georgia Tech. But if you're telling me they're without their coach and the team quits, then Georgia tech can win that game. I'm taking Florida state. I still think though, this is almost a a little bit of a 50, 50 game,
0: Florida state has lost the last two against Georgia tech and four of the last six. Against Georgia Tech, so
1: why should we take them? I mean, I guess I'm taking them. I'm taking Florida State, though.
0: I am taking Florida State too. But Georgia Tech is just so bad, and Jeff yeah. Collins is likely to be fired yeah. at this point. I too. mean,
1: he might be gone too. Yeah, this so could
0: be the game that gets uh, one yeah. of
1: these two guys fired. Uh, so that's what three and six. Yeah, they're at Miami. Ryan the team Van they Dyke, did
0: beat last year.
1: They're not doing it this year. The hype around Miami and Ryan Van Dyke coming in. I got
0: the hurricane winning this. Look, the hype around Miami will be done by week three when they get slapped by Texas A&M and then the rest of the Miami fans don't show up. They could quit. Yeah, sure. But I still think Miami
1: is better on a, from
0: a roster standpoint than Florida state is. I think a little bit, a little bit better. I, I'm going to leave Miami in uh, in hard rock stadium. So three and seven there, right? Yeah. Ouch. And, uh,
1: No, no. What do we have? Three and and six. six. Three Three and six. six. They they have this is a back to back away. They go to the dome to take on Syracuse. Dude, that's a tricky game. Syracuse almost beat them last year in Tallahassee, and like I mentioned, they whoop they whooped them
0: a couple years ago. Mm, mm, mm. I wanna I wanna check. uh, So
1: last year, last year Florida State lost to Georgia Tech by three, and they beat Syracuse. Oh, am I looking at? I think I'm looking at 2020. Hang on. Uh. 2021 they beat Syracuse by three 33 30 and that was at Dope Campbell you go back to uh 19 the last time they played Syracuse before that they did win 3517 that was at Dope Campbell too though they've had Doke, they've, they've had two games in a row at Doke 2018 you, and then they get they lose by 23 at the carrier dome mm, the last time they played there interesting. Um, I'll even give them Florida, or I'll give them the Syracuse game. I, Although I think,
0: think they're probably going to lose this game. It's going to be close, I, but look, this team did play very well at the end of last year at times. So I think I almost want to give them a game we haven't given them. And so, you know what? I'm going to make my adjustment and I'm going to do that. I'm going to okay. call an upset somewhere in here and I'm going to give them the Syracuse game too. So I, that puts them at five wins for me. I still not getting the over have them at what? Duquesne, Boston college, Georgia
1: tech. That's three Syracuse. I'll even give them as a fourth, even though I don't think that's a shoe
0: in. I think Mm -hmm. that's a 50, 50 Mm -hmm. game. Then they host Louisiana. Here's one where you're saying Syracuse is blowing it by playing in that dome because if Florida state has to go up to on November 12th to upstate New York. Syracuse shoots themselves in the foot by having the dome, and you pointed use out use that to your advantage. You really pointed out Syracuse's glory years were before the dome, before yes. 1980.
1: And and now that you add in the fact that half their team is from the south or half their conference is from the south, they should get rid of the dome. But that shit uh, was built in like 1979. Yeah. All right, get a go back to an outdoor stadium, and that will be it'll be a pain in the ass for Clemson and Florida State
0: and Georgia Tech. Yeah, I tracked and Miami. a running back yeah. like. Uh, Ohio State does, like Michigan does, like Penn State They're does. They're so
1: dumb. They're dumb. They can yeah. be really fucking good yeah. with that advantage. It's cold as shit. They're basically yeah. in Canada. Wisconsin does. Yeah. Iowa does. Yeah. I mean, you see it all the time. But uh, okay, Louisiana, November 19th at Dope Campbell Stadium. How do you see mm. Louisiana won the Sun Belt last year.
0: This is tricky, man. <laughs> I assume because. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I gave them Syracuse. <laughs> uh, it was uh, hold on. Who's Florida's coach now? It was uh, Billy Napier. Napier was here before, and they're going to see Napier the next week at his new school. Um, old school, new school. You like what I did there? I'll even give them the win there, and I I, I don't think they're going to win both
1: those games. But I'm even going to give them the win. Sure.
0: All right. That puts him at five for you. Yeah. I think that puts him at six for me. And then the final game is their home to Florida who they managed to keep it within three last year. No,
1: Don't buy into
0: that. Yeah, one. Despite trailing were getting their ass kicked yeah. at one point, trailing yeah. by 21 is uh, without Dan Mullen. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, you got to give them the loss there. Friday night. What a disgrace to the Florida, Florida state. Rival would be put on the Friday it's, after, it's Thanksgiving. It's after Thanksgiving, whatever. I mean, dude, this used to be the game of the weekend of that time. What are you doing here? Um, this is, this is like lockable for the under, right? Here's my because look that's a loss yeah. Build I say, me a
1: case of them being seven and five. Build me the case on seven right. and five. Not Lu- that hard. I think it's Louisville, Boston College, right?
0: Yeah, Duquesne, obviously.
1: Yeah. Okay, that'd be three, right? Yeah. Georgia Tech four. Yeah. Syracuse five. Yep. Louisiana six. Who's the seventh win?
0: If they got Miami again, anyone? Any upset? But Florida. But, seems but
1: that has them winning every 50, 50 game.
0: NC State. LSU. Well, let me ask you this: If they won all those games, if they're a better team than they were last year, right, and they're able to win those games, live up to their talent a little bit, then a game against LSU in New Orleans, uh, at NC State, home against Clemson, at Miami or Florida, can they win one of those? That would put them at seven. I don't think so. But they're going to lose one of their other fifty. That's what I'm
1: saying. There's too many. Like, what? How about this? I
0: think they could win one of those big games, but. I think they'll probably lose one of these. In my
1: opinion, right now, they have a better roster than these teams. Duquesne, Georgia tech, Syracuse, and maybe Louisiana. Well, uh, I think Boston college with Jerkovic and that great secondary they have is better than Florida state right now. Now I gave Florida state the win because it's at the doke, right? The recruiting rankings would disagree with you. They're composite. Number four, I watch what I watch, man. Yeah. Fuck recruiting rankings <laughs> to a certain extent, man. Uh, I don't know.
0: I mean, I'm on the you, under. Did you watch him beat Miami last year? Did you watch that one? Yeah, but I also watched Jacksonville state beat them. Okay. I'm just saying they clearly had a good enough roster to beat a team that you say is clearly better than them last year. I think you're a hater. I think, I mean, I, I'm a hater too. I think we very all. Enjoy Florida State losing. Sorry, Seminoles fans. <laughs> it's just built into us for a long period of our childhood. I mean, and it never gets old. It never gets old. So we're enjoying this tough stretch for you guys. I'm sure you're going to come back up. You're Florida fucking state. Miami's best win last year was NC State or Pitt, and both were very, very
1: close games. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Look, I'm enjoying Miami sucking too. <laughs> Maybe more. Maybe more than Florida State. All right, yeah.
1: folks. I'm on the under. I think it, I'm actually going to say this. I think this is lockable. I think this is actually one where I think I'm gonna lock it up uh, come August check it's our, close. check our our episode in August. I I kind of really like the under here and let me pull that up well real we're quick. gonna
0: find out what kind of coach Norbell is because if they take a step forward against a kind of tough schedule and get and get the over here then you got to say he's doing a decent job
1: Vegas leans to seven and five because it's uh minus 125 on the over plus one Oh five on the under little a bit of juice.
0: <laughs> the I, I, I'm going juice.
1: under man. And I think, I think, I think six and six is probably the ceiling, the ceiling, <laughs> the ceiling, seven and five. Yeah.
0: Um, But I, I think more likely is five and seven, yeah. five and seven, five I think. and seven and six and six are about, I'd say five and a half is where this number should be.
1: Yeah. If I had to nail, if I had to nail what they, their maybe expectation, six. maybe six percentage wise, I think five and seven is what I'm seeing here. All right, folks. Well, that does it for us on Florida State's preview. So uh, subscribe to us though on YouTube and on, our, on any any platform you can listen to podcasts. Uh, we're also on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give us a five star review on iTunes, and if you do that, take a screenshot. Find us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN or my personal account at the Colby D, and we'll send you a college football experience T-shirt, just like that sweet logo in the corner right there. All right. So, do that. Also, uh, Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast is on Twitter at DSGP Network. Give us all a follow, guys. And I think you'll dig a lot of the stuff we do, SGPN. First off, me, Patty C, and NC Nick also host the college basketball experience. Leonard Hamilton has done an unbelievable job with Florida State. They're a basketball school. Perhaps now Patty, I would say so. Um, uh, And they got a great class coming in this year. So we're excited to talk. We talk college basketball year round. Subscribe. We also do the college baseball experience also with Noah Beanick. Florida state's always got a good college baseball program. I feel like, so check that out, check out both those. Uh, And then, like I said, the sports gambling podcast, they're already talking NFL futures. They're already talking fantasy football. Check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out the golf gambling podcast. Absolutely. Fantastic what they do. Um, and just all of the content that we we, we Patty see. What else? Uh, NASCAR gambling podcast, fantastic stuff. Zed run?
0: I yeah, feel like Zed the-
1: Run, Scott Bowser, you know, doing the electronic horse racing. The electronic
0: horse racing. I can't talk. <laughs>
1: um, and also uh, notorious OTB for daily
0: horse racing. There you, you go. Know? What's what's the horse the uh, Florida State guy rides in on? Uh, um, that I don't know. I, it's like us. No, Osceola is that? Uh, no, that's the chief. I don't know, I, do. I don't Florida know. State horse. Oh, oh! It is Renegade. Osceola like is the chief on top of the horse. Renegade like the is the Like Orlando
1: Renegade in the USFL. And there by the way,
0: subscribe to the USFL Gambling oh, Podcast. Oh, snap. Yeah. Just in we time. We host that, too. Just in time for the USFL championship game. There you Catch go. Catch us talking. How sweet is that logo? Look, we're that from Washington, D.C. Logo. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything more about it, but we think your logo is freaking awesome. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Guys, subscribe to get the SGPN app. Check out the Slack channel Sports Gambling Podcast because we talk college football, Florida State college football, college basketball, college baseball all the time. I think you'll dig it. All right, uh, this is the college football experience, Florida State Seminole style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.